Hi, I'm Brian. And I'm Michaela. And this is Drink the Movies. A podcast where each week we try to recreate a classic movie drink and discuss the movie that inspired it. Thanks for joining us. Now let's drink the movies. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Well, hello and welcome to episode 85 of Drink the Movies. I'm Brian here as always with Michaela. Michaela, you have traveled out west. You are a mile high right now, but how are you doing? Are you adjusting to the altitude okay? Are you having anything good to drink? What'd you watch on the airplane? Tell us oh, tell us all the things. All the things. Okay, so uh, the Emmys came out. Uh, the Emmy nominations came out yesterday, I believe. Yes, they did. They did. They and did. Um, I have a lot of catching up to do. I love a good limited series. You know that well. And we've mm-hmm. talked a lot about series that are um, amazing. Better Call Saul got nominated again. Um, there's a bunch of good stuff out there. But I was, I'm really behind in limited series. So I've been catching up on a couple of things. I finished uh, the four-part series, The Night Stalker, which is not up for an Emmy. Um, Mm. It's kind of a documentary. It's very, very dark. And of course it's about Richard Ramirez and true crime and it's very heavy, Um, but I love true crime. So I had to watch it. However, I did start and I'm in the middle of inventing Anna. I'm probably the last person in the world that has uh, not seen it. And I really, I really like the makeup of it. I don't like the story because I think it's awful, but but I do yeah. like the the acting and the way that it's edited to kind of splice this woman's kind of triple, quadruple, quintuple lives together as she mm-hmm. cons people out of millions of dollars um, and, and does it seamlessly until the end. Um, yes. I really like that. So, and um, the main actress is amazing her name she was in um she's yeah, Ruth, from actually for, from ozark yeah, from Ozark, yeah um julie gardner oh my god mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay so yeah. the full disclosure i wasn't gonna li- watch it because i didn't love her, the way her voice sounds because anna sorokin or whatever her actual name is she has this very strange accent where no one can figure out where she's from they're like is she russian is she german is she an heiress like well who is she mm-hmm. but um, after the first episode, it sat right in with me and it, it did really well. And, and she is just epically good. I mean, Julie Garner mm-hmm. is something mm-hmm. else. She was amazing in Ozark. She's amazing in this. I can't to see, I can't not wait to see what else she does anyway. So that's what I've been doing. And I have been drinking things. Um, I went out to a very nice, uh, dinner by myself last night and, mm-hmm. um, I love that. And I went and I had one of your favorite drinks, an Aperol spritz. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was very nice. So I took some fun pictures. Um, this is a good place to go for beer too. They have, they do a lot of breweries. So I'm, uh, on a beer scouting tour at some point today. So I'll be sending you more pictures and recommendations from the mile high city. Yes. Uh, very jealous of that. Yeah. They do have some, uh, excellent breweries out there. So, uh, definitely check those out and report back to me what you're able to drink and, you know, maybe, uh, uh, throw a can or a bottle or two in your luggage to bring back to us. That would be well appreciated, but yeah, I, same for us, really. We've just been catching up on some TV. We watched, we binged through the entire, uh, season of the bear, uh, which is the new show on Hulu about the, uh, the restaurant chef, um, is played by uh lip from uh yeah played by uh a lip from shameless is uh, where i know him from but uh jeremy allen white he's awesome i really like him and that show is really great uh probably helps if you have a little bit of familiarity with the way that uh uh, commercial kitchens work to kind of get into it um but uh really good we binged through that uh what we do in the shadows just started back up on its new season uh last night which is great and of course that's uh brought to us uh at least in part by uh taika waititi who is the uh going to be a big part of the focus of this week's movie as we talk about the next installment in the thor franchise but before we uh, hop into making cocktails uh this week on the lobby bar michaela i tasked you with watching the trailer for 
Marcel, the show with shoes on. Um, and I challenge you not to cry during it. And uh, you need to report back to me and the people listening. Uh, are you excited to see Marcel now? Are you going to be able to make it through this movie? Uh, any chance at all? Um, no, I mean, no, there's no chance. I, I can't wait to watch it. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know me well. And I cried like a baby um, watching the first uh, couple of minutes. What is it about um, Phil Collins music lately that just brings about an emotion? It is emotive, emotive music, I tell you. And I don't I don't even I don't even, I don't know what it is because it's not like I'm a huge. I mean, I love Phil Collins. Phil Collins, if you're listening, I love you. But I don't I mean, it's gosh, it's been 30 years since I've really heard you but man every time it they, they played it so well against kind of the story that they were telling i can't wait to watch it but i don't know if i'm going to be able to watch it in the theater because no one wants to see this with a sobbing michaela you, behind them you will not be able to see it in public for sure for sure uh but yeah so that that was pretty fun looking forward to that but we're looking forward to this week's cocktail so why don't we take a quick break we will uh uh, head out to uh ragnarok and see if we can whip up something good for this week's film and we'll be right back so this week, we are making up a cocktail that only Thor could love. It's a two-part cocktail from one of the most fun cocktail YouTube channels around, Secrets of the Booze. We've done a couple of cocktails from them uh, or inspired mm -hmm, cocktails mm -hmm. from them. We love them. They're great. Secrets of the Booze, if you're listening, tell us more secrets next week. Um, I really love this show. They, the show. The, the people who are making the drinks are always so incredibly excited to put these drinks together. And this one is mm -hmm. no different. Um, this is this is really a fun one because it looks cool. Um, we'll talk about how it tastes, but it looks really cool. And it's got yes. like, you know, it, it's got everything that Thor needs. It's got like a stein and it's got like a little like a little hammer drink, like a, just a little, a, just a shot. To... A, little, a little baby hammer. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> It's so cute. I love it. it. It is. It is cute. Yeah. And that uh, that YouTube channel is fun. So go check them out. We will uh, put a link to that down in the uh, show description. So go give it a watch. But yeah, it's fun if you like uh, kind of like pop culture and cocktails uh, collide. So it is definitely right up our alley. And this drink, like you said, is going to be right up Thor's alley. It is uh, a hefty drink. It is uh, titled The God of Thunder and a little baby Mjolnir, uh, which is what Thor needs if he's going to be uh, going into Omnipotent City and, you know, battling Zeus and, uh, you know, battling Gore. Uh, the God Butcher, uh, you're going to need, you're going to need to load up on some drinks and this is a hefty one. So Michaela, you and I got together, we whipped one of these up and it is in two parts. One is going to require a Stein. One is going to require a shot glass. Why don't you, uh, I'll, uh, I'll take care of the Stein, uh, cause you had to get something sparkly for the shot glass. So I'll let you take care of that one. So, uh, what we're going to be putting in the Stein is you're going to take four ounces of mead. Um, you can use any mead that you want. I will say the one that we used was, it was kind of like a, a berry uh, forward one. I think this would be better if you just had like a regular, just a plain old, uh, just honey mead, just a straight up mead. But four ounces of uh, whatever mead you want, one and a half ounces of spiced whiskey and a little tiny splash of grenadine. That's just going to kind of color it up and make it kind of this uh, rusty color. Uh, color looking thing you're going to put that into a shaker tin with some ice shake it up and then dump the whole thing ice and all into your stein glass uh, it's going to be kind of frothy it's going to be kind of like i said rust colored a little bit almost um and it's going to be spicy and meaty uh perfect for the god of thunder himself yes absolutely and then for mjolnir not to be confused with mjolnir okay not the mm -hmm, same things mm -hmm. for mjolnir you need um, some silver and black metallic powder. You can get that on Amazon. You can you can buy it at um, kind of a fancy any fancy food stores. Um, mm -hmm. It's edible glitter, basically. Okay, and it's really fun. Yeah. It's probably um, probably in like the baking aisle. I would guess. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you're going to um, you're gonna get some silver and black. You're gonna set that aside. What this shot is is half a shot of gin and half a shot of blue curacao. And you are going to add the ingredients into the shot glass and then go ahead and um, put the silver and black metallic powder in, give it a stir with a little toothpick. And you need the toothpick because that's the handle to your Mjolnir. It's so cute. Um, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And he who shall drink this shall be worthy. Rah! 
That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, and and you do feel pretty worthy. Um, let's uh, let's talk about the uh, the mug part first. Like I mentioned, uh, probably want to use like a, a plain mead. Like we'd used we'd use some sort of berry mead. I don't remember the exact composition of it, but it it was pretty good. Um, I think it would be better if if we kind of stripped out some of those other flavors a little bit. But um, it it was nice. It felt very uh, Vikingly, I guess, as we were drinking it. It had had a nice uh, spice from that from that whiskey. What did you think about it, Michaela? Yeah, I liked it. I thought it was a little sweet. I think you're right. I think if we had um, been able to find like a just a regular mead that was that didn't have any extra berry flavor in it, because I think ours was a blueberry one, and it it definitely added to the color because it was a darker mead versus a lighter color. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And so ours was kind of a, a dark rust, which kind of reminds me of Thor's cape. At first, I couldn't quite figure out. I obviously understood mm. the Mjolnir part, but I couldn't quite figure out why we were making it red. And now I get it because in the original, in his original costume, he has this big flowy red cape. Anyway, um, it was good. I liked it. It was a little sweet though. And so you could either change it up or do what it actually says and find some honey mead. Um, that might make it less sweet. Um, or maybe add something to it to cut the sweetness because you know the four ounces it's it doesn't look like a really big drink but by the end of it you're you're very full of it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah it's it's uh it's pretty hefty um as you would expect for something called the god of thunder uh, that you're going to be drinking out of a stein um and let's talk about the little mjolnir shot uh it's very it's very adorable um you get the the metallic powder in there and it gives it kind of this shimmery uh kind of steely uh blue looking with the uh, blue curacao in the gin uh and i'm i'm not really i'm not really one for shots so i kind of kind of sipped mine um this would be better if it was ice ice cold i think so you might want to throw those ingredients into a shaker uh shake them up with some ice and then strain it out into your shot glass that's going to help it go down a little bit easier but gotta be honest michaela did not love the the blue curacao and gin combination yeah, it was not my favorite. Um, I did it one more time because that's what you do. And I did uh, make it nice and cold before I poured it in and then added the glitter and it was much better. Um, mm-hmm. But it's still like you you should shoot this. You should not sip it because um, it it's it's not going to change. The flavor is not going to change. It's not a cocktail. Right. And Brian's you're not a shot person really anyway, but yeah, you should just shoot this and be like, Oh, it's so cute. And down the hatch because it's not bad, but it's certainly not something that you want to sip more than twice. Uh, that's, that's right. Just take, just take <laughs> and that's uh, all I have to say about that. <laughs> just, uh, just take Mjolnir and uh, smash it into your face as uh, Jane, AKA mighty Thor, mighty. Yeah. Jane, AKA mighty Thor would say, um, but yeah, we had these made. They're pretty fun. Go check out that YouTube channel. But now Michaela, we have, we have our Mjolnir. We're, we're feeling, feeling very godly uh, with our Stein here. Why don't we take a quick break and we will be right back to talk about this week's film, Thor love and thunder. Spoiler warning for Thor love and thunder. If you've not yet seen Thor Love and Thunder and you don't want to know anything about it, you should stop now. You should go make yourself a god of thunder and his cute little baby Majolinir and um, come back and we can chat about it. That's right. Get those uh, cocktails made up and then head out to the movie theater and see it because this one did just come out. It released on July the 8th, 2022. It was directed by Taika Waititi and it stars Chris Hemsworth uh, is back as Thor. Natalie Portman is back as Jane Foster and it introduces us to Gore the God Butcher played by Christian Bale. And Michaela, Thor is a family favorite for you guys. Uh, Thor has been been around for a while, uh, four times. He's helmed his own movie now, going all the way back to 2011. That's right. That's right. And uh, it's interesting because they do let everybody know that time has passed in this show. They're like, hey, it's been a long time. Here's all the things. Um, I love, uh, so Taiki Waititi plays this rock guy. Bob yeah, is his name. Cor- Bob. His name is Korg, but Bob was Sorry. close. Bob the Rock guy is also a good. <laughs> Bob. Yeah. So Korg kind of tells some of the story. He sets the scene, um, and I do love that part of this film because he's like, "Let me tell you about the legend of Thor, and this is what Thor did." So if you did miss or just don't remember the first couple of Thor movies, this helps you kind of figure it out, um, so you don't miss anything really by not watching those, which is important because they were, you know, the first one came out 
10, yep. 11 years ago. So yeah, yeah, that's right. So we had Thor in 2011. Uh, Dark World came out in 2013. Ragnarok, uh, also directed by Taika Waititi, uh, was in 2017. And then, uh, yeah, 2022, Love and Thunder. So it's been five years since we've uh, last seen him. And yeah, I, I really do like those uh, those little legends of, we get a Legends of Thor, we get a Legend of uh, Jane Foster, uh, who he calls uh, Jane Fonda, and then Jodie Foster later, which is which is pretty funny. Um, and my favorite is the, the Thor kind of kind of recap the legend of mighty thor because it's set to enya which is incredible um <laughs> and it also like i said it introduces us to gore the god butcher played by christian bale um pretty excellent and that's who gets us started off we we meet our villain right away kind of crawling through the desert uh loses his daughter and uh is basically taken into i i, I don't really really know he stumbles upon the the realm of the gods uh he asks them for help uh they basically laugh at him and they're like yeah we're not <laughs> gods aren't really into helping you by the way but th but thanks for worshiping us uh so gore uh he gets granted this mighty sword that is capable of killing the gods although eventually it's going to kill him but you know what are you going to do you get a sword like that you're going to use it to kill the gods and he becomes the god butcher that's right that's right now one thing i did really like about this is it does show um, kind of like in in the first Thor, when you can, you know, the enemy is really his brother, um, mm -hmm. Loki, right? This one shows the backstory of who who Gore was, and it's actually heartbreaking. He's on this desert planet, right? His daughter dies like of thirst, and the whole time he's praying, and then he goes to their version of heaven. I don't, or he finds this oasis in the middle of the desert. That God was not cool. Every atheist on the planet is like, that's what it's really like, guys. It was horrible. He's like, I've been worshiping you for my entire life. I lost my daughter and I never stopped being faithful. This guy, this God sucked. That God sucked. Okay. And he got what he deserved. And, um, but now you're, you, you start worrying about all the other gods because this, this really like cool looking necro sword. What is it? It's, ah. Oh, it's, it's like a it's, it's not the necromancer but it's like i think it's called the necro sword maybe it's yeah. like dark black and it looks all like shiny oils coming out of it and it mm -hmm. it can kill any any god and so um and obviously christian bale is amazing um i was wondering when he was going to jump in this marvel universe because everybody else and their mother has so i'm glad he picked this this character because he does a really good job of uh being super evil and just like the monster that's under your bed he's really great yeah he uh he uh really leans into it and it's pretty awesome but but yeah so that kind of sets up who our bad guy of the film is going to be he is on a mission to basically just go around and kill all of the gods that's what that's what he's up to and then we catch up with thor who has been running around uh you know after um endgame he's been running around with the guardians of the galaxy helping them fight uh you get a kind of a fun little scene there where they're having a battle where uh he's basically uh kind of prompted into war you get you get korg is doing like the the background of how he like got back into shape and and all of this stuff and then he's he's just waiting to be called into battle and then of course you get quinn coming to call him into battle he goes out and he's just kind of standing around for a while while everyone's dying and then he just goes and single-handedly kills like this entire army uh destroys a big shrine uh much to everyone's chagrin but you get the greatest gift of all which are some shrieking goats uh who are going to be pretty pivotal to the rest of the film because they're going to help uh pull around your boat uh yeah. what, did you, what did you like the shrieking goats michaela i did well no i mean no one in the theater enjoyed the shrieking goats let's be honest um uh, but they were I hilarious love, <laughs> they I were hilarious the <laughs> i mean it's you know it was that that part was really funny the comic relief was the gift they kept giving certainly with the shrieking goats um this this scene did not work as well for me as I wanted it to. I will say this mm -hmm. is okay. probably my least favorite part, um, which is unfortunate because I love the Guardians of the Galaxy. I love all those characters. I love how they work together. I don't know if it was just the writing or if I just needed another scene or two to kind of get comfortable with Thor's kind of reaction to everybody in this group, but he just seemed very I, I don't know because he literally is waiting on a tree while every under this tree waiting to be called into battle while everyone else is dying and that just didn't seem to be something that thor would do and, and i don't know i i think i'm missing the whole point of that where because at the end of this big scene 
Yeah, the well, guy, I think, Pr- I, Chris yeah. Pratt. Yeah, I think, well, I think, I think, I think Quinn kind of, kind of summarizes, um, kind of summarizes it pretty good and i think that's why he is uh, kind of portrayed as being like this aloof character and it's because he's feeling empty because the big part of this story is about his uh kind of um reconnection and uh forgiveness and um you know repairing a relationship with jane um and that's you know kind of something that quinn says he's like you can either you know love and have heartbreak or you can have nothing inside of you and that's kind of what thor's like he's like i don't i don't have anything in me because they never kind of kind of reconciled or you know acknowledged what had happened to their relationship so i i kind of saw it as that way he just didn't have any sort of purpose or drive until you know it was kind of at the last second and he felt you know compelled to to jump into there but but yeah i can kind of kind of see where you're coming coming through with that and then we we the guardians leave they go off on their on their next mission um which some people wanted a little bit more guardians i was okay it was just a little bit um i think they were just kind of there because that's who we saw him them uh together last at the end of end of endgame they kind of kind of served their purpose for the story and then thor is back him and korg are headed back into uh which was awesome i love this part of uh the film because he gets like a tourist attraction there are like all these cruise ships outside of it uh it was amazing they're doing tours you're seeing uh you know little broken mjolnir there they're doing uh stage show with thor and loki uh matt damon and liam hemsworth playing the characters um which is fantastic uh so so great um and yeah we're we're catching up there we meet back up with uh uh, valkyrie who is king valkyrie now played by tessa thompson who is incredible she is you know running uh new asgard uh which is really cool um he's there he's trying to reconnect and uh figure out what to do next right he's 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 back in the uh in the viking realm right yeah, and well, and he had gotten a st- distress call from one of his one of his friends, and um, he goes to try and figure out where she is, and and there's this whole conversation about going to Valhalla and how you know she's not dead yet, and she's not going to get to Valhalla even though she's been like seriously wounded or arm. <laughs> maybe your maybe your arm is in Valhalla. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um, but that's when Thor first learns about you know, gore, the, the God butcher. And he's like, okay, well, we're going to have to figure something out. We're going to have to, we're going to have to go and talk to, you know, all the other gods, because if he's coming for one of them, he's going to come for all of them. And he's got this weapon and it's real bad. So, you know, he finds this way, doesn't find it, but he knows of this place where all the gods kind of hang out on a Friday night, I guess. And it's called omnipotence city, which I think is amazing. (laughs) The name is speaks for itself. And he's like, I, I, we got to go. We, you know, um, I need help. Uh, we need a ship and they have like a pirate ship that they use for the, like a kid's <laughs> tourist thing where it's like, you could mm-hmm, be a mm-hmm. Viking too. And so they take all the seats out of that ship. And, um, you know, there's this great dynamic, uh, between Thor and all of his weapons. Right. So, you know, throughout the first three films, you saw him, um, really love and take care of his hammer and then his hammer got smashed to bits and and it was still in bits right they actually put like a like a like a plate like a display so you could see it Mm -hmm. like you said Mm -hmm. and everyone's like looking at it and it's all in these pieces and so he doesn't have his hammer anymore but he has his he has his axe which also has a name that's not that's actually easy to pronounce but i don't know what it is it's like oath breaker storm breaker that's what it is storm breaker storm breaker and um and that's what he used to cut Thanos' head off. It's really great. Um, but he has, you know, that yeah, they're trying to figure out a way um, for him to somehow use the Bifrost, which is the way that you travel in mm-hmm. his world, uh, to go to Omnipotent City. Meanwhile, on yeah, Earth. Me- meanwhile back uh back on earth and you know to kind of catch us catch us up here to where we're doing uh getting into trouble in new valhalla we catch back up with jane uh jane foster played by natalie portman we find out that she's not doing so hot she is uh in stage four of a cancer they don't uh say what kind of cancer but stage four of any kind is not a good kind um she's in there uh trying to get a you know some chemotherapy treatments but you know she doesn't doesn't really have time for that she knows that her days are numbered um and her time is limited so she wants to kind of do all the things she can do in the time that she has left and while she's back at her uh kind of laboratory sort of thing 
morning, she starts looking through some, uh, you know, Viking texts, and she sees in there that they believed that Mjolnir had some healing properties. Um, and Mjolnir apparently starts to call out to her. We get a really cool flashback of, you know, when Jane and Thor were dating, and Thor's kind of watching her sleep, and Mjolnir is there, and he's kind of, he's like, hey, buddy, he's like, make sure you always protect Jane, you know, do it, do what you can, thanks, buddy, um, it's really pretty sweet, and then you see Jane um, at New Asgard there, uh, looking over the remnants of Thor's hammer, and when Thor gets back to um, New Asgard, and Gore, the god butcher, shows up to, to reign some terror to try to kill Thor, uh, who shows up? Uh, none other than Jane Foster, a.k.a. Mighty Thor, wheeled on the hammer, wheeled in the outfit. That's where you get the uh, sweet pose of her uh, looking all ripped uh, from the from the trailer. She shows up. Thor's like, uh, wait, what? <laughs> What's happening? Who are you? Take off your helmet. He does. He sees that it is Jane. Uh, he is as confused as uh, Thor tends to be a lot of times. Um, and the, the reconciliation project is on, but we have the re <laughs> reunited and it feels so good, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great it's a great coming together because he's really taken aback. He's like, what? What are you doing here? What's going on? And then they try and make small talk, which does not deal real well because it's been like eight years since they've seen each other. And, Mm -hmm. you know, and then, of course, it's like, well, you left me. And did I leave you? And no, I left you and you were there to leave. And they're trying to make light of it. but are still clearly very attracted to each other and still kind of interested in, you know, talking and stuff. So it was really, I I gotta say, um, we see her in the preview. We see Mighty Thor in the preview. I had no idea that that was Jane Foster. I had no idea. The blonde hair and the helmet, I would have been lost too, I have to say. Michaela and Thor were both confused by uh, James showing up up here at New Valhalla. But yeah, so we have kind of the team uh, together. So we've got Thor, we've got Jane, uh, we've got Korg, and we've got uh, King Valkyrie are all headed off to, like you said, Michaela, Omnipotent City. It's a gathering of the gods, and the god of gods, of course, is Zeus, uh, who has a fancy lightning bolt. He is gathered here. Uh, he makes uh, some pretty... <laughs> He's like, okay, we're going to have this, we're going to do this thing, and then we're going to have an orgy later. You're not going to get invited if you uh, keep acting up. Uh, but they're there. They need to get uh, Zeus's lightning bolt, right? They think that that's probably the best way uh, to fight Gore, the God Butcher, right? I guess if 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 you're gonna if you're gonna fight someone called the God Butcher, I guess you take your take your top god in with you. But uh, I I don't know. Is is Zeus this, really this willing not, to help? I don't know. No, no. See, this Zeus is not like the Zeus that we would see with like Hercules um, or in any of the other, you know, Jason and the Argonauts. Like, like none of these gods make they 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 do not they're not the same so this god this zeus is played by the brilliant russell crowe he is Mm -hmm, old mm -hmm. he is fat he's got this like 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 greek new jersey accent (laughs) it's really amazing um he's just like a you know he's got a little he's got his his lightning Lightning bolt bolt. which is real cool um but he's like i'm not gonna help you i'm in the middle of a we're gonna yeah i'm in the middle of a party and you're not coming to the orgy later and shame on you and they um they go ahead and decide that they're gonna steal it and it's it's a really funny scene the way that they do it um because you know jane is there in her in her thor regalia we got valkyrie we got korg um we got, you know, we got the whole team and it's, you know, chandeliers are flying everywhere. It's really fun. But they end up getting the lightning bolts. Um, we think they kill Zeus at this point, mm-hmm. right? Because mm-hmm. they put mm-hmm. a lightning bolt right through him and it, he kind of falls down and we're like, oh, man, you just killed Zeus. And he's like, you should never meet your heroes. <laughs> I thought that was great. <laughs> that, That's why Joni Mitchell, yeah. I'm never going to meet you for that very reason. I don't want to was... lightning bolt. It was really funny because he tells do not meet your heroes to a bunch of kids who uh, Thor is their hero to, uh, which is why it's extra funny. But yeah, they're they're there. There's uh, another pretty uh, humorous thing. Zeus uh, uh, strips Thor of all of his armor, uh, which leaves him naked um, and everyone is passing out, seeing the uh, naked Thor standing there, I guess, which is uh, something that happens. But yeah, they get the lightning bolt. Uh, They allegedly kill Zeus in the in the process, but they get out of there. 
they are on their way to uh i don't don't know it's like a it's like a shadow shadow realm or something like that because that's where gore the god butcher is uh lurking he is lurking in the shadows so that's where uh thor thinks that he is they get there and they uh have a wee bit of a battle it doesn't go that good um there's supposed to be some uh, prisoner kids there they're gone uh but gore's there um they have a fight uh doesn't doesn't go so well for our heroes this one no no it's and it's tough because all of the children have been kidnapped from new valhalla and um one thing i did really like is one of the kids is um uh he goes by axel now and there's this moment Mm -hmm. where he's like oh your name was astrid and he's like no i go by axel and it was a really nice lesson in people using their proper names for each other um i thought that was great um, but Axel is kind of the de facto leader of these kids that is that is in this this cage in the shadow realm. It looks like something out of He-Man. Did you get a lot of He-Man vibes and Masters of the Universe vibes in this film? Because I sure did. Yeah, for sure. I mean, even, you know, just from the like the movie poster and like that font that they that they used, it definitely had that that sort of uh, vibe, you know, with uh, raising Stormbreaker up and, you know, getting the lightning and you know, <laughs> all that all that stuff. But yeah, little little Axel is the descendant of uh, Idris Elba's character Heimdall. So uh, he's got the little yellow glowing eyes and Thor's trying to teach him how to use those and uh, be able to, you know, get the kids around and stuff. But yeah, they're not there. They meet up with with gore uh like i said they have a fight they they kind of almost get one up on gore uh but not quite and then uh you know as they're trying to use the bifrost to get out of there with stormbreaker gore grabs a hold of it and bad news for our heroes because uh as zeus mentioned he didn't have the key to this uh nether uh, i don't even know is like in the center of the earth where he could go and make a wish um i forget what it was called but i uh, didn't have the key to it but now he does because the key is stormbreaker so so bad bad luck there bad luck there yeah 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 so off they go um uh well let's see what else they also find out there's a there's a conversation that happens between jane and thor um he kind of opens up to her they're on their ship they're traveling through um using stormbreaker for the bifrost and she he finally says you know i i should have never let you go i'm really sorry like i want to be with you and she lets him know that she has cancer and then not only does she have cancer but the only reason why she's you know she's she's still able to do all these things is because of the hammer because she continues to use the hammer but -hmm. unfortunately the hammer is also draining her power um and she gets really sick after this big battle in the shadow realm and um her i mean gosh everybody kind of takes a hit right valkyries all jacked up uh korg is basically just a face of rock now <laughs> um <laughs> they go back and um they put jane back in the hospital in new valhalla and he's uh it's a very sweet um exchange between the two because he finally says he loves her which he had never done before in any of mm-hmm. the films and he was like, you know, I, I don't know what's left of your life because stage four cancer is pretty serious. Um, but, you know, I want to do that with you. I want to be with you there. And she's like, okay, well, then I can't, you know, but I, I really want to help and be Mighty Thor. And he's like, no, I need you to stay here and just stay alive. And so then she's like, fine, go, go and come back and make sure you come back. And it's very sweet. Um, but, you know, Thor, man, it's, it's, it, he gets he runs into some trouble when he finally does meet Gore the God Butcher on his own. Yeah, that's right. He is off on his own to uh, confront him at this uh, center of the world kind of portal thing. We've got a Stormbreaker there. He's using as the key. It looks pretty cool actually. Kind of plants it on the ground and it's shooting this uh, beam of energy kind of at this door to to kind of slowly unlock it. And that's where he is uh, taking all the children. So they're there. Uh, but Thor shows up. Um, it's actually a really great scene. He's talking to the kids. He's like, "All right, you guys are you guys are Vikings," and all the kids are like, oh, "I'm not. I was <laughs> I was just there and got kidnapped." Um, which is pretty funny. But he's like, he's like, "Go get, go get weapons. 
hurry up we don't have a lot of time so saw so the kids like run off and they grab like sticks and one kid's holding like a like a stuffed rabbit and um like all this <laughs> stuff and but then thor blesses them all with with it with the gift the gift of thunder and it it's so awesome like he's like empowering these little kids and you see the lightning kind of kind of spreading out like supercharging their little uh sticks and rocks and whatever they'd had found as weapons and they're off to go fight these uh kind of shadow beasts that gore's able to unleash with his with his sword and he's going to go uh battle gore himself and and they have a fight uh it's not going so great but then of course uh jane uh mighty thor shows up uh she has a pretty amazing thing as she's uh rushing through uh you know with uh mjolnir and uh gore's there and she's like you can call me mighty thor and if you can't remember that it's dr jane foster uh which is pretty sweet and she goes they attack they have a little battle but too late uh too little too late the door gets open and they are through to this uh, nether realm where Gore can now basically wish all of the gods to be dead. Yeah, which uh, you you think he's going to do, but then Jane's there, and Jane knows. Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I I don't know if it's because she's been human and Thor is not human, but there's this really sweet exchange between all three of them. Really, um, that hey, you know, just because the door is open doesn't mean that that's what you have to wish. You don't have to do that. Um, what would you actually want? Do you really, you know, there's no amount of death and destruction that's going to make your heart feel better because you've lost your daughter. So what do you Mm -hmm. really want? And of course, he really just wants to see his daughter again. And it's actually very beautiful because he makes that wish and um, she kind of comes back to life and walks through this portal and he's... um, dying at this point because he's given up the the yeah the sword the sword yeah the sword has been uh, destroyed so he's losing his life and yeah to kind of kind of set that up it it is really beautiful because you know um gore's like aren't you going to come and attack me and thor's like you know at at the end of times i'm going to go spend these moments with her and he goes and uh he's kind of cradling jane and uh gore's thinking back to the you know the way that he was cradling uh his daughter you know before before she died and then yeah jane kind of you know uh, gives him the nudge that he needs to, you know, remember, you know, kind of what started all of this for him. And yeah, Gore just wants to see his daughter back and he is able to, uh, you know, kind of have one last uh, moment there um, before, you know, um, asking Thor to Thor to protect her, um, you know, as, as he's uh, passing into uh, his version of Valhalla, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Let's hope there's a cooler God than the one he killed that's waiting for him. Um yeah, so it's it's really very sweet because there's this father-daughter exchange and he's like, I've missed you so much. And um, and she's there just kind of holding him. And meanwhile, Jane is, you know, not doing well. She really only had one one more go with uh, uh, Mjolnir and she used it. And now she her life force is really ending, but um, she's still keeping it very light and sweet. And she tells... Thor that she's you know claimed her coin phrase she's got it she's got her catchphrase now she's got it's it's the best one yet and um they they say they love each other and then and then Jane dies and it's very sad and that's right yeah Jane dies it is very sad um but Thor is now now tasked with uh taking care of this little girl and uh you know kind of kind of to wrap this up there back in uh New Valhalla, they're just like uh, hanging out and she's being, you know, typical little kid daughters. I want to wear these fuzzy slippers. He's like, well, all right, well, don't tell me when your feet hurt later. Don't, don't want to hear about that. So uh, she puts on her boots and they they go, they open up the door and there's this big uh, war coming. And then, uh, you know, they they go out and um, Korg is kind of narrating through this last little bit and uh, says that it is uh, love and thunder uh, taking the taking the field. And that's kind of kind of where it ends. Right. We get a little little bit. Uh, Korg has told us uh, before that little little uh, baby, uh, I don't even know whatever his uh, species of rock creature is. They get made when when uh, two uh, two husbands, I guess, go to this uh, lava place and hold hands for thirty days. And uh, he's found Ralph. They're going to go and hold hands. So that's that's pretty nice. Maybe we'll get a, a baby a Korg Junior or something here in the in the future. It kind of yeah. like I said recaps what Thor's uh, doing with. I I guess we should call this uh this little girl love i guess that's what uh that's what we're to take away from that and uh then we get into the credits which are bombastic very he-man like very very 80s uh type font uh kind of stuff it's it is yeah the end credits i i mean 
we, we could talk about this movie a lot, but the end credits I thought were so great because every single section of um, fonts that came through, like, so that mm-hmm. you, you would say, it would say directed by or produced by, right? And all of those were different fonts from the 1980s. So amazing. And if you, 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 you just, if you've seen a lot of it, you're going to, cause there's the He-Man one, there's, there's Thundercats. It's so cool. I don't mm-hmm. know how they did it. I don't know how they got their permission to do that, but it's super, super awesome. And, um, and the soundtrack, the music behind, uh, as the end credits are happening is really great. Um, and you feel, you feel really, um, at peace and at close, like at closure. I mean, you're still very sad that Jane is gone, but at least now Thor has uh, achieved a purpose and his purpose is to love this, this little girl and, Mm -hmm. um, and take good care of her. And, you know, and he's back to being the person that is the first one to jump into battle and not the last one waiting to be asked like a prince or something. And so, um, all is right. All is well. All, all is right. All is well. Yeah. And the, the fonts are awesome. And if you, see this like on the IMAX screen they look like gigantic like the size of like your house like when they come up on yeah. screen too they're there's huge so that was that was uh really super cool and then of course this being a marvel film we get a uh, mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene uh mid-credit scene uh spoiler warning uh zeus not dead uh i guess it's harder to kill zeus than than one might think and he is uh uh, I, I don't I don't even know what he's doing. He's uh, telling him to rise. We we are getting a Hercules and it is played by none other than Roy Kent from uh, Ted Lasso, which is amazing. He's here. He's there. He's every F and where Roy Kent. But it's it's not Roy Kent. I mean, it's the guy who plays Roy Kent. Um, I okay. don't even know his name, uh, but he knows his name. And all his, of you his name, who are listening. His name is Brett Goldstein. Brett, Brett Goldstein. Goldstein. Brett Goldstein. You're amazing. Can't wait to see this. So great. Gosh, what, who, yeah, very nice Hercules. Um, but yeah, um, yeah, yeah, you don't, he, <laughs> Zeus is just like laying there with his women feeding him grapes and he's like putting, you know, one of them's like, you know, pl- uh, putting a Band-Aid on the hold <laughs> that was made by the, <laughs> by the lightning bolt. It's really funny. Um, but the post credit scene, the very, uh, that, that one's my favorite um, because we see Jane one more time, only, uh, just in true like heaven-like fashion she's there mm-hmm, in a dress mm-hmm. she looks great she's no longer sick she's no longer in pain and she's kind of in this cloud-like place and Hemdall is there and right. with his with his yellow orange eyeballs and he thanks Jane for looking after his son and then he welcomes her to Valhalla yeah, that's right. So uh, that uh, gives us some sort of indication that maybe uh, Jane's story is not over and maybe uh, Heimdall's story is not over. And uh, that would be fine because Idris Elba should be in all the things all the time. So uh, that is that's where we end. This is kind of the the final kind of arc for uh, Thor for right now, at least anyway. I don't know if we'll get more Thor stories, but I have uh, a good feeling that we'll probably at least hear more uh, from a lot of these characters going forward. And that is it, Thor, Love, and Thunder. So, um, Michaela, just kind of looking at the movie, kind of overall, we kind of ran through it a little bit. Were there were there kind of certain like like highlights? This movie was very, very bright, very colorful. Uh, there were a lot of fun locations. Uh, what'd, you, what'd you think? How, how did it look? How did it sound? uh sounded crazy yeah it sounded great um i thought that the soundtrack really was akin to the taiki waititi's um thor ragnarok i thought that Mm -hmm. he did a really great continuation of that the the set direction or i don't know if i would call it the set direction but i i i love new asgard i thought that was so awesome and i love what they did with the shadow realm i thought that looked pretty cool um and the fact that they were I don't want to call them Easter eggs, but there were things that were definitely like, I, I swear the cage that held the children that is in a He-Man. I watched a lot of He-Man growing up. That is, that is, that is a typical jail that they used in He-Man. It's so cr- mm-hmm. crazy. So I love that part of it. Um, there were parts that were a little clunky to me, um, but mm-hmm. overall, I mean, I really think that they should get mad props for the way that they created this universe um, because it is very different um, and it's it shows growth over time, which you would need to show since it has been five, eight years since 
we Mm -hmm. had seen Thor, right? So it's not only Thor who's grown up, but the city has and all the other characters had as well. Yeah, no, um, yeah, I like a lot of the the theming stuff. I like the the new Asgard stuff where um kind of playing it as like this tourist attraction. I thought that that was that was uh really great. Um, I liked the Shadow Realm was really cool because it was this moon, but it was small enough where you could see them like walking around on the surface of it. Um, and it just visually, I thought that it looked really interesting. And yeah, of course the of course the soundtrack I mean, is is just uh Guns and Roses greatest hits as we're going through there. So I guess I guess depending on how you kind of like that stuff in there um i actually you know coming out of the movie theater i was uh talking uh, with your husband about it last night and uh whether that worked for us and i was like i guess if i was going into battle guns and roses would be uh something you know something pretty good to be listening to if i'm yeah if i'm going to be uh wielding stormbreaker but but yeah for me i i liked it i thought it was fun i thought um that that was that was pretty good and then of course you know it's uh taika watiti so it's you know very uh very kind of kind of this weird sense of humor that he has and and quippy so i think you either you either kind of like that or you don't and if you don't then you really don't and if you do then then you really do and it's going to work for you and i thought it worked for me um natalie portman back as jane foster uh aka mighty thor um uh it seemed like she was uh probably not ever going to come back i don't think that she enjoyed her time on thor but uh came back seems to have been enjoying it this time what did we think about uh getting Jane Foster did you like her story and the way that that went or yeah well I mean I didn't like that she died um I mean but I think that it we needed an end to the whole Jane Foster thing because it had been mm-hmm. strung along I mean he mentions her in a bunch of other of the Avenger movies but we never see her so it was like if we either need to find another person that can play Jane Foster and keep the story going or she needs something needs to happen we need a closure so I I like that um that they gave us closure Um, I will say I saw an interview with her and she seemed, yeah, she seemed pretty happy that now, um, you know, when she had first joined the Thor team, you know, she and Chris Hemsworth, they had just met their prospective um, spouses and now they like have kids and the kids were all hanging out on set. And so there's a lot more closeness that you can see, I think, Mm -hmm. um, better in this film their their chemistry seems to actually work it it didn't really work for me in the first couple of films but i i liked it much better this time um but yeah so i i am hopeful though that maybe we'll see a jane foster in the future maybe not natalie portman um but uh given that she's in valhalla hanging out man that means anything's possible right anything is anything is always possible in the mcu for sure for sure um yeah i i really liked um their story i love you know, kind of between this weird uh, He-Man, uh, Axl Rose romp that you, it was really kind of the story about, you know, forgiveness and reconnection and, uh, you know, uh, filling <laughs> filling your, your heart back out after uh, years of being emptiness. I loved kind of the themes of the story. And then I also loved, of course, Christian Bale as Gore. I've been thinking about it ever since I walked out of the theater last night. If there's ever been an MCU villain that I liked as much and was as good as Christian Bale was in the movie last night. And maybe you say Thanos, but he had a, a bunch of time on screen to uh, build that character out. But as a one-off villain, uh, he was amazing. 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 Uh, amazing. I mean, but he couldn't be anything else. It's it's Christian Bale. I mean, everything he touches is awesome, that's, right? That's... I mean, even even Newsies, which we we've covered on this even... show. I mean, oh, Maybe, yeah. so so good. No, he, it's true. He, he did he did touch he did touch Newsies. Yeah, he did he did touch it. He was amazing as Jack Kelly. Come on, no, don't be <laughs> don't leave me hanging. It's true. It's true. Everybody it's, it's... who loves Newsies knows that it's all because it's 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 it was all it was all Christian Bale. But no, it's... he's amazing. What I loved about that, though, was the backstory behind it, because we never really understand, like for Thanos, Thanos was this huge enemy for dozens and dozens of Marvel movies, and you never know really why. Like, why does he think that just by, you know, getting rid of half the world that it's doing it a favor? Like, where did he get that idea? You don't Mm -hmm. know any of that. But this, it, it really struck me as a, as a, in this new phase after Endgame, right? We have really personal stories and lessons that we're learning from our villains. So in Doctor Strange, the Scarlet Witch, you know, she became this horrible villain, but it became, it she became that way because of the deep sense of sorrow and pain she felt at mm-hmm. losing the love of her life and then um, not being able to um, 
be near her, her, the children that she created, the same sort of thing was with this. And so I think that it's hitting audiences very differently than like Thanos or, you know, so, you know, the Ragnarok where it was like, I'm just here to destroy stuff and I want everything to burn. You know, this mm-hmm. had real right. reasons behind it. Um, yeah. So I think it definitely hit me differently than it, than the previous Thor's for sure, but mostly pretty much every other Marvel that happened before Endgame. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, yeah, it was excellent. And uh, really, I mean, the cast was all excellent. You have your kind of main characters there. There's four Oscars, which you probably don't uh, <laughs> don't associate with the MCU, but uh, Natalie Portman, Christian Bale, Russell Crowe, and Taika Waititi are all uh, Oscar winners, uh, kind of bringing this thing uh, to the front. So I, I like this a lot. It's been kind of been kind of hot and cold on the reception i've seen from it online people are really into it or really not into it and i was really into it um i liked it a lot but uh any final thoughts on thor i guess before we before we send the god of thunder off to i don't know relax have have a stein of the of the the god of thunder little little mule (laughs) near no i mean I think I've said pretty much everything. It's a fun ride. It's 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 worth your time. And you you know if you haven't seen the other Thor's, you're not going to miss out because it it is kind of a compact film. It would be helpful, but it's certainly not uh, necessary. Yeah, I think they do a pretty good job of addressing everything that you need to know uh, from the other Thor's, especially like we said with uh, Korg doing kind of those uh, um, you know history histories of Thor. He does one on on Jane, and then kind of a, a third one to kind of fill you back in on Thor. So yeah, definitely definitely go give it a watch. Let us know uh, what you think about Thor, what you thought about this new installment, and let us know if you make a God of Thunder and a Mjolnir, or if you have any other good cocktail uh, suggestions for Thor. Let us know. Send us pictures, all that stuff. You can do that on our social media. It's on Instagram and Twitter at Drink the Movies and on Facebook.com slash Drink the Movies. Uh, you can go to our website and see the pictures of the little cocktails that we made. You can see the picture of me uh, standing in front of the movie poster all alone because Michaela is in Colorado. We had to go see these uh, separately, uh, but that's that's okay. That's okay. That happens sometimes, but we're willing to willing to do it for you know for for Drink the Movies. So, uh, Michaela, if uh, people need to you know if if they've put down Mjolnir. They've, they've went into a time of peace. Maybe they have some extra time on their hands. Maybe they want to listen to a podcast and maybe they want to give their favorite podcast a nice uh, five-star review. Where should they go to that? You can all find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, anywhere where Anchor Podcasts are distributed. Um, we are Drink the Movies and we make amazing cocktails. Uh, some Sometimes not so amazing, but for the most part, we make amazing cocktails. We talk about amazing movies and uh, we do it. We can do it in the comfort of your home on your way to work. Um, yeah, we have two drops a week. And we've really been knocked out by how much this community has grown just in the mm-hmm, last mm-hmm. Uh, couple of months. So join us, join us, um, and uh, tell your friends. Subscribe, leave us a five star review because the more the more reviews we get, the the more drink the movies love we can spread to the world. And who doesn't need more love and cocktails? That's right. Everyone needs more love and cocktails, just like we need love and thunder. But for now, Michaela, I think that I'm ready to have another Stein of this, a celebratory Stein, as we sail off into the sunset on our Viking uh, ship pulled by our, uh, you know, uh, yelling uh, goats or screaming goats, whatever they're called. Uh, So why don't we do that? We will mix up another one of these and we will talk to everyone next time on Drink Drink the the movies. Movies. He's here. He's there. He's every F and where. Hercules. Hercules!